Coming to you from the Loading Ready Run Orbiting Underground Moon Base, it's the Lurcast! With very special guests, everyone here! So hi, uh, we're here today. Uh, I am Graham Stark, obviously. Uh, with me, I have James Turner. Hi, derp a derp. Kathleen Cap- Devere. Hello. And Paul Saunders. Hi. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, what giant awesome people we are. Oh, yeah. is this? Yeah. 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 I'm mm. the greatest. <laughs> I can't. Uh, this isn't gonna work, Joe. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I can't, gonna... I can't be sarcastic about Kathleen because no. I'll feel really bad. No, yeah, no. James is right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, it's a little awkward. Oh Ooh. God. Hi, ah. James. <laughs> uh, a ghost. Why? Okay, so why are we here? Why, why are we here? I, I, I don't know. You, I was told to show up, oh, and shit. you told me you'd tell me when you put, pulled me out of the trunk. Is right. the door locked? Sorry. Did they lock us in here? I think so. The best I've heard is that Graham and Paul aren't in town mm. oh yeah who <laughs> <laughs> so they, they left they us, pay your salary so they left oh. us chained to this desk and there's a key inside each of us yeah unlocks the others shall yeah, we play sh- a game <laughs> i don't want to play a game Jer. so they're at the escapist expo right now in uh in durham north carolina durham yeah okay durham? north carolina i know i just i know it's north carolina it could be in, anywhere in my top five places it's named after kinds of wheat <laughs> Dur- i never durham thought about that Oh, uh, I don't know. There's a Triticale, Ohio. <laughs> I got that one before the rest of you did. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> don't look at me like that. And so, yeah, it seemed like a, an ample opportunity to overthrow the uh, the remaining members of Loading Ready Run. Glorious B unit represents. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, are, what are we technically on? What do they call us on the wiki? Supporting players? Supporting players. <laughs> yeah. Chum. Yeah. <laughs> Ad- Extras. <laughs> background elements props with legs yeah that's 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 yeah. the one that i learned when i was in uh musical theater i mm. prefer flying buttresses flying bu- they're Ooh, very supportive that's a good one mm. you just imagine them sticking you know twerking just like against with the wings chapel. yeah <laughs> right we, i think we have some questions that we're supposed yeah. to be answering or we, well, we're supposed to talk about friday night videos yeah yeah, yes. yeah. friday nights we, we were in a friday nights we were, I, in we were in a Friday. In several night. I'm never allowed to be in a Friday night because I don't play. I don't play any magic at all, so it would just ruin the entire video. Well, according to YouTube, neither do we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't read the comments, Cam. They're right there. Oh, yeah, Jesus. I know. It's it. It, it hurts so good. Hmm. Why does sort auras next to creatures and sorcery? Pardon. If, That's if right. Ali's so power. Why ally lose? <laughs> so uh, what yeah. What was your most recent? But, Friday nights. The, the most recent one was the the Theros one. Yeah. And, uh, Theros? Theros. 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 I always say Theros. Because it's like heroes with a T. Yeah. I just well, I got know. that. All the... <laughs> okay. Interesting story. I heard at the VIP party, when they showed us the video at the PAX VIP party, the, the Heliod narrated video, mm. um, and it at the end of it, how it zooms in on Theros... And it comes in kind of letter by letter, and heroes appears first before the T. And I like looked at it and went, "Oh, I just got that." Mm. And the wizard's employee staying next to me, like, was like, "Yeah, 
we, we didn't get that right away either. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Not intentional? Not intentional. Whoa. I think what happened was they probably like just came up with something that sounded pseudo-Greek. Yeah. And it stopped becoming a thing that you really critically look at almost instantly. Right. Because right. it just becomes like a, a, a brain unit. And then right. the branding team saw it and were like, they're geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Totally meant to do that. It's like yeah. how you, if you say a word enough times, it loses all meaning. Yeah. Like and mattress. Or anything. <laughs> I don't know what either of those words mean anymore. Oh, no. Mattress has always been my favorite. Mm. Uh, okay. So, yeah, but you were around to film that Friday night. Well, yeah, I get to be on the boom because yeah. then I don't have to do anything. Because the idea was it is that everybody's in the in the shot. And so that basically left me on boom so I could be outfitted the entire day. And then everyone was just trading off camera, depending on who was on. on, on yeah, we made the I mistake shot. of assuming that. YJ was going to be empty in the <laughs> middle of the day because it was the pre-release and everybody would be elsewhere. But yeah, it was busy. I think you're thinking of a different one. That was the, that was one of the heroes oh, yeah, path ones. No, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I was mistaken. So many videos. Yeah, no. For this for the uh, for this particular one, the 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 Theros the Theros one. Yeah. I uh, yeah I I didn't yeah. I I just sorted so, cards all yeah. day. It was yeah. it was fantastic. I. Uh, that was a good montage. Oh, and just for, uh, trivia for those of you who care, because everybody was at the table cracking packs and opening stuff, and Graham was trying to get as much montage shots as he could while everyone is busy opening packs and sorting cards and being like, oh, check this shit out. Um, Graham needed a shot of the pizza boxes, so that's my hand that dips into the scene and yanks out a, a piece of pizza because uh, everyone else was busy. We ate a lot of that pizza before we remembered we had to film it. Yeah, yeah. we got about halfway through it, and we're, we're like, like, oh, oh we yeah. better get in on that. Yeah. Stunt pizza. Yeah, we hit the pizza like a wood chipper. Yeah. It's just gone. Actually, those those boxes of Theros we opened uh, in order to film that Muy were picante? they were pretty spicy. Yeah. Foil uh, Erebos. Foil Foil Erebos. Oh. Uh, foil. The two foil planeswalkers, mm -hmm. the the mill guy and the Ashiok and the green red guy whose name oh, I also forget. Xenagos. Xenagos. Both of those foil. Um, uh, there a were bunch of other like. It was very mythic heavy and just like good. Mm -hmm. and like yeah, a lot of like, like Change of the Rocks and, and like other sort of just very utility cards. My, my understanding is you opened up four of the main guys like uh, in, in, in those packs. It was like, oh, yeah, we found four of the whoever the heroes are. The, the, gods. the gods. We the got gods, four yeah. of the five gods, yeah. uh, one of which was foil. Um, if you include the stuff that you guys opened for Heroes Path the week before, there was also an Elspeth. Like it was, mm -hmm. there, there were a lot of very good cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, I was quite shocked at the quality of cards that we opened. Turns yeah. out there are perks for working to, uh, for with wizards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, that um, that episode was uh pretty. It wasn't exactly a bottle episode. Because uh, like we What's did. What's a bottle episode? It happens in one place. It happens yeah. in one place, like, like in a bottle, right? Ship in a bottle. How did I not know that before? Yeah, like you, you have those episodes. Like, okay, I, I'm thinking of like How I Met Your Mother. I don't know if you guys have seen that show. Have you met my mom? Well, I have actually, Alex. She she drew a comic book, and uh, yeah. Your mom draws comic books? Yep. That's awesome. I think Gra graphic novels. Oh, I I'm sorry. I think everybody in my family draws comics except Raymond, but he's working on it, actually. Mm. He just gave in to the family business? He just caved. Mm. <laughs> it's like, fine, I'll draw some stuff. Anyway, there, there's, there was an episode of that show. Tally and I were watching it on Netflix, and then she can, has continued watching it after I lost interest, but um, it that took place entirely in a car. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, they probably just filmed this entire episode in a car to 
save money for future episodes. So right. That's not why this was entirely shot at the office. But no. No. no, I think it was mostly just because it made sense to have, if you're going to have everybody in one place, you wouldn't want to have people leaving and coming back and leaving and coming back. You want to feel like everyone just hunkered down and did this for the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it was supposed to be kind of like a release party. Yeah. Right? yeah. And uh, I mean, it did have that bit with you that you guys filmed outside. <laughs> Yeah, or I, I felt oh, bad for you. Oh man, that was the worst. Yeah, it kept raining and raining and yeah. raining. A three-day storm. The the first shot we grabbed with Graham, um, because it let up for a bit, and then it just started pouring. Yeah. we're like, we have got to do the rest of this later and pray that there's gonna be light left. And mm. luckily there was. I don't know how much the rain showed up on camera, but it was just coming down you, you can definitely hear it like the the moon base has skylights right mm -hmm. so we could actually keep tabs on the weather sort of just by listening um but yeah it was so it was sort of a waiting game where it was like okay well if it even lightens up for a little bit mm -hmm. then we can get that done yeah but yeah. Does, sweet bow by the way yeah does anyone oh, know yeah. who gave that to us oh what was oh. his name james knows we need to drop uh, that we need to name drop he had a really cool name todd i hope that's right yeah it was definitely a Todd. Person James refers to as Todd, whose name may or may not be, in fact, Todd. I want to say Todd Rancor. Todd <laughs> uh, Generously oh. loaned us his Olympic recurve bow. Yeah. Which is quite a thing to hold. Yeah. It's like, this feels very powerful. Mm -hmm. We're going to have Although to get it's that the back. Wrong, wrong hand for me, so. Right, it's a yeah. right-handed bow and you're left-handed. I, I guess so, because it's made for your... Left hand to draw right. Mm. Yeah, you, you use your your dominant hand to draw with. I think so. Yeah, because hmm. you can just lock. I think it's so that you can lock your never shot a bow on your, so. on your on your lesser arm because you want to use all the strength in your dominant right. hand to pull back. Well, you're supposed to draw with your chest and back, right? Really? I think. I I'm not sure. I've played a I'm, lot of Dungeons and Dragons, but I know very <laughs> little about how to actually. Yeah, this fire is how you bow. draw in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. 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 Um. That was exciting, though. I mean, it was really cool to see that. I didn't yep. get a chance to hold it, but it's downstairs still. We better give that back to him soon. Yeah. I once played an Elfin Gauntlet, so I know a lot of <laughs> right? Fair. Uh, I've heard that, that Tomb Raider game is good. There's a bow in that. Yeah. Sweet. So. Yeah, I was totally watching the bow during Tomb Raider. Yeah? I would. Oh, Nerf is uh, is making bows now for girls. Wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. That's Just throwing that out there. They had weird. that when we were kids. Is it like Nerf bow and arrow? Yeah. Or is I Do you remember that ad? That Nerf jingle is... Nerf bow and arrow. Enemies coming. Got them in, in, in your, your hands. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, we're seeing a, different verses, but we a both... A portion of my brain is dedicated to remembering that wow. until mm. I die. Anyways, I think we broke... You know, important new ground by casting a First Nations actor with a bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so... Oh, <laughs> hey you know what we got nothing to be ashamed of we didn't write the friggin script it's true <laughs> we didn't write this anyway yeah oh boy. questions it is yeah, yeah. do we uh, we have yeah we have some questions is there anything, anything else that else we need to, to cover about? for i i don't know friday night is always cool i actually do sort cards though maybe not to that extent mm -hmm. but no, that's like, what i did all day i had i had a few lines and i sorted a bunch of cards yeah, the, I, like the original set, like those actual cards were sorted primarily by Jer. Mm -hmm. I think I helped a little. Yeah, you and Paul each helped a little bit. Um, but they're they're yeah. not all really mixed together. Like everyone still has their own no, collections no, 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 separate. No, 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 no. Everyone's own collections are separate, though I actually have offloaded much of my collection, much of it just by giving cards away okay. yeah. uh, the, recently, just because 
magic cards take over your life. Yeah, <laughs> True. I'm probably just going to put mine up on Used Victoria and the, go down to a binder. It, it's mm. an interesting thing. Like most, like I have all the cards that I really care about. Okay. Um, but you do acquire a large volume of magic cards after playing. Yeah, for like a, while. a lot of that is just draft chaff from the office, yeah. and then a collection we acquired years ago that was also draft chaff yeah yeah and is so. the idea then that it's just like i ended up with like dozens and dozens of the same card like all these yeah. commons yeah. and stuff and i'm can't i can't use them because they're not in standard is that right thing? Or, or, or they're just not very good oh I yeah see. even if they are in standard they're not really playable because there's like other cards that do better things or the thing that they do is just not useful ah uh, so. so it's like they would have had some utility in a draft when they came out and now not so much. Yeah. yeah, like they were your 23rd, 24th card, right? Okay. So, cool. so yeah, those those cards, a lot of those things that existed in my house and, you know, ate up space on my shelves are, are now given away to, to, you know, teenagers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not even teenagers. Grade schoolers. Just building who, new decks. Who and... will enjoy them and get yeah. fun out of them. So yeah. that's good. Uh, yeah, you can usually ship like a couple thousand cards for 20 bucks. Yeah, that's on also true. Okay, let's uh, let's go into uh, some questions that I, I I assume this first one is magic card related. I hope so because it says what color are you and why. It's from Thomas. Uh, I don't play magic, so I guess I have to go with <sighs> colorless. You can you can be colorless. I guess I could be the colorless. The Eldrazi, which are like giant Chthonian creatures, are are uh, colorless. I, I thought this was actually going to be one of those like personality questions where it's like are you Ooh. a blue personality or green personality mm. like, i don't know i like the color green yeah, blue do you it's like saying no green. to everything no, 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 no. your friends do <laughs> mm. um definitely red uh, i think my favorite highlander deck right now and the one that i that shows up in a lot of uh, episodes of um the show is my goblin deck which i got most of the list from someone who plays it yj it's so much fun I like I like mono red and I like goblins because it's mono red that doesn't fold immediately. So mm. uh I like blue, but I don't know, I've been moving more towards red as well because I find it's just more interactive and more aggressive and it just I don't know, it 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 feels a lot more fun to play than sitting back and eventually just getting in with some ridiculous monster that you resolve on turn 14. Right? Hmm. I find that blue is like a really good support color. Yeah. And not a great primary color. Well, I mean, like, of course, that depends on the format, but. Yeah, like playing with my blue red deck, I found that it was mainly actually just a slightly slower red deck wins with a bit of blue support for like card draw and filtering. Yeah, and then you get like the, the, the crossed over cards are really good. Like blue, blue red has a lot of great mm-hmm. cards historically. Yeah, but like. Nivik Cyclops is essentially a, a an, an aggro card. Yeah, he's right? he's a reddish card. Yeah. Jared, what color are you? I don't even know. All Magic right. cards are hard. I like. I've always been like, maybe I'm, maybe I like white. I think I kind of like white, but I like I I it varies for me at different times. I always find that I end up playing blue. Like I, for whatever reason, I'm like, okay, this and this. Oh, I would really like to do. Oh, I guess I'm playing blue now. <laughs> um, so I I feel like I'm. I'm always drawn towards blue, but I like, I guess, white, blue, and red the most. <laughs> Uh-oh, there's one for me. Nice. So, Crap Shots is being funded. Uh, yeah. Uh, since the first Crap Shot goal is met, what is my favorite season one video, my least favorite, 
sneak peek for season two question mark favorite video for season one there's like a lot of them and like a bunch that i like i think my favorite is probably i don't remember the name of it but it's the one where i have the invisibility cloak Mm. because i've wanted to do that effect forever Mm. and it was it was just a great little gag. It's like you have a cloak that makes you invisible from the outside, but it's not big enough to make all of you invisible, and you can't see out of it. Hmm. That's that's the one I show to people, I think, most often. Just it's really it, good. It's a cute little effect like video, it. and it, it is very nice and self-contained. Yeah, it's good. Um, the worst video? I don't know. So, like Maybe the one you would do over if you could? Yeah, like some of them... I could probably improve. I'm trying to think of like what was the least funny one. I'd have to watch them again because like nothing's really jumping out at me as being like embarrassingly terrible. But I'm sure there's one that's like less good. Whatever the one with the fewest views is probably. <laughs> yeah, we'll let YouTube decide. Yeah. yeah. Um, as for a sneak peek, uh, possibly. Don't, don't don't do it. Don't don't give away the jokes too early. Eh, maybe we'll just. No, it, no, the sneak peek will be a one-second clip in the middle of a video. Just, <laughs> just, ah! I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Just do the event horizon. <laughs> just, but, yeah. That's, no, but like like 30 seconds of titles and then... But, yeah. And then like a date. Film the entire <laughs> season of Crap Shots and then make the preview one frame of, oh, each, no. of each episode. Oh. It's a lot of videos. <laughs> How well? How okay, actually? Then how many do you, how many ideas do you have written down for season two so far? Uh, that would be spoilers. <laughs> you don't want to don't let everybody in on that. It's we. I I started up a document recently. I've been taking notes actually, um, for a while, and so I'm I'm putting those down now. Um, so we've got a we've got a couple dozen or maybe a dozen. I've got At a, this point. I had a few written that I thought we could use an Ike rapid fire please, or something, but I'm like, you know what? Down. This works better as crap shots. So I'm glad the goal got met. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What uh, are you most looking forward to with the Kickstarter being funded? Hmm. I'm really looking forward to the streaming. Actually, yeah. Like, I'm pretty stoked about that. Yeah. Alex and I have plans for that. We have a bunch of plans. Like, so. I, there's lots of shows we can do. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, we can mix it up throughout the year yeah you know well, do you want to want to talk about that a bit sure okay yeah like, I, I, I used to do this thing on twitter where i just watch a movie and tweet about it a lot and, and i enjoyed talking about movies in a similar way so we're like we should do that together mm-hmm. on a thing yeah and find a way to share it with people without actually broadcasting the movie yeah which is, so we're thinking of just doing kind of like a riff track style synced audio yeah file. it's like a commentary slash sort of making fun of it. it's not so much the like straight up parody no no just like poking fun of it but like we really like movies yeah and it's fun to talk about movies that we really like and movies that are garbage yeah or could have been good but turned out terrible but this is not going to be a twitter thing this is going to be like streamed yeah Yeah. nice you'll get cam in your left headphone and me in your right headphone Mm -hmm. i don't think it actually works that way no well could but yeah we we might uh, do a test of that soon maybe mm-hmm. tomorrow maybe maybe obviously my personal uh interest is lies mostly in the lava bears uh thing that is the thing that has me <laughs> most excited uh oh, assuming it happens of course internet <laughs> only you can make lava bears happen um wow the lava bears would not get along with smoky at all no no 
very, very distantly related. Only lava bears can cause forest fires. <laughs> and many of them. So many forest fires. Yeah. While I'm happy that Crap Shots got funded, so I was kind of looking forward to that stretch goal, um, because I want to be able to get more of, like, get some of those ideas. Because I have a tendency when we're at meetings to come up with really weird ideas mm. for writing, um, which is what the video we shot today is going to involve a little bit yeah. of that. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing I probably, this is going to seem, okay. The thing I'm looking forward to most is knowing that the people who work full-time for Loading Ready Run, which is not me, but which is a you know the core group of people, uh, are actually going to be able to get paid and look after themselves and really be able to invest a lot of their time no. and energy into that. That's what I'm looking forward to is knowing that for a year they're funded and they can work and they can turn out really good stuff and not have to be stumping for work or trying to, you know, because I'm all Rattling about, the tin cup. I'm just all about financial security, right? So it's just it's so nice to know that, oh, for an entire year, they're going to be looked after and they can actually keep making good stuff and that's going to take a lot of the pressure off. And yeah. that's like, to be to be quite honest, let's open open this this door for just a second. Sure, that's that's really tough when you're trying to do art. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I sort of wandered away from Loading Ready Run a lot a couple of years ago, and a big reason for that was I needed to get live. paid. I needed to get paid to live. Yeah. and uh, and this is right after ENN had stopped, and I was like, okay, so what are we? What am I going to do? Well, I guess I better get a, a part time job. Well, getting a part time job is very difficult because people don't like to pay you know, decent wages for part-time jobs. Like, ah, oh, whatever is part-time. You can have like a minimum wage or a dollar over minimum wage. So right. then you start going, well, I guess I have to get a full-time job. And then suddenly before you know it, you don't have time to do the, mm. the fun video stuff anymore. Yeah. Suddenly you're, you're, you're working and doing what you can on the weekend, but you know, often just not. Yeah. Time. And it's like, if you have, you know, regular jobs, sometimes it just like burns it right out of you. You know, you finish a day of work and you're just like, Oh, I don't have any creativity left. <laughs> I just want to sleep or play video games or mm. whatever. So I'm also pretty stoked about that. Actually, we, there's a question that leads into that too. What do you all do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> Beach? Uh, I, am I I'm not the only one with a full-time job, am I? No, I have a full-time job. Yeah, that's right. You do. You do. You have a pretty wicked job, actually. Um, I, right now, I work for the University of Victoria, and I'm uh, part of the client technologies department. Uh, which is awesome because for a year, my job is going to be um, doing video conference, uh, webcasting, and video recording support, uh, which is actually a really neat job. Um, and so a lot of the, what helped me get the job was having Desert Bus on my resume mm -hmm. and doing the tech stuff there because then that's followed over and it's a lot of the stuff that, that we do at work, a lot of that's going to come back into Desert Bus again this year, except I'm not going to be working uh, tech this year. I've got a different job going on for Desert Bus. Um, but Johnny, who some of you remember from Desert Bus Feed, he works at Vancouver Island University up in Nanaimo, and he's the main tech guy, and so he and I are like doing similar things. So I'm hoping I can kind of get involved and, and hear what they're doing because the, the tech's really exciting. Uh, I am the, the head of quality assurance at a local software company called MetaLab. Mm -hmm. um, so we make uh, web-based software and also um, iOS apps, and uh, we've got a lot, of, a lot of really cool stuff. You make Flow. We do. We make Flow, which yeah. is a, a, a task management software that you might use uh, because it is quite popular. Uh, I do mostly freelance stuff. I'm trying to make that work it's not easy 
you know, working for yourself because it's like, you know, you try to find jobs here and there. But I figured that it's probably a better idea for me to try and work on something that I like or I'm at least good at rather than just, you know, holding down a Joe job to keep my bills paid. So that's, you know, it's going. We'll we'll see how it pans out in the new year. And I am a full-time student at the University of Victoria. You I freeloader. Am, yeah, I know. <laughs> Living high off government money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, super high. I am finishing... Uh, I'm finishing a year-long project doing a or to to finish my honors degree in chemistry. So I'm working. I, Do you want to give away your project? Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, the proposal just got in. It's been approved. It's really exciting. I'm getting all the supercomputer time that I need. Yeah. Uh, so I am doing computer simulations of. You know, write this down, kids. Yeah. The- uh, silver nanoparticles <laughs> in um, amorphous polymer uh, unit cells for yeah. use in organic uh, organic photovoltaic arrays. Yeah, the, the smart person Cam plays on Hustle is not a character. No. Eh. It's funny because <laughs> every once in a while I'll find myself like with some sort of question like, okay, so, so Cam, uh, if I have like a giant pool of magma uh, in a dark room, how much illumination will the magma cast? <laughs> well, IR is actually a really bad light source. Um, so what you're looking at are... Um, uh, uh, we'll, we'll go into it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously... <laughs> well, it'll be dim lighting. And but, if it's above ground, it's actually yeah. lava. Yeah. No, this is below ground. This, <laughs> oh, is, this, is, this is in a cavern. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it also depends heavily on... on who your party is. The humans probably won't see terribly well, yeah. but the dwarves and elves, because they have infravision, right? Mm. So also goblins and... Mm. What are the other Chthonian races? Well, like, but then it's... But it depends on what edition you're playing too, right? Because oh, right, infravision yeah. doesn't exist in... Right. Uh, pre... like Or if, uh, post-third edition. It's gone. Right. Womp, So, yeah. but yeah, obviously, question for D&D. And so these are the thing, questions I come up with while I'm prepping games. And I'm like, hmm... Maybe I should ask Cam. Yeah, well, I could probably actually run the calculations on that because you're looking at like a Planck bo- black bo- or uh, you're you're looking at Planck radiation, right? So the hotter it gets, the more light it throws off, but then that's going to throw the quality of light too, right? Mm. As it gets hotter, it's going to move towards white. Right? We can you can just I'll I'll give you a link. Okay, sweet. Well, yeah. <laughs> Beach, how'd yeah. you get your name? Is it related to the next TNG? The next generation, the ex- uh, Experience Beach. Where Robert O'Reilly played the... Yeah, no, it's not related to that at all. Um, my full name is Brendan John Deary. And uh, BJ... Uh, okay, my brother at two and a half years old could not say Brendan. He had a bit of a speech issue. And so I came home from the hospital. and was all like, this is your new little brother, Brendan. And, and my brother could not say it. So my dad, helpful, said, oh, we'll just call him BJ. Because that was a thing in the 70s, BJ and the Bear... You know, that was, oh, we'll just call him BJ. It's fine. And so he called me BJ, and my, and my brother called me BJ. And my mother was like, he has a great, wonderful, beautiful name. Call him Brendan. And four days later, she was calling me BJ. Wah, wah. So then everyone else in the family started doing that, except my, my mother's mother, my, my nan. And then my father's father started calling me Beach just by nicking it down to that. Mm-hmm. And that got stuck. And the great thing about that name is that... Uh, I was BJ and I still am BJ to my entire family, but to my friends I'm Beach. 
and to where the, the, to my coworkers, I'm Brendan, mm. and so I can always tell the difference about who's talking to me. I, I found that out in quite an interesting way when I went into the UBIT computer store when you were still working yes. there in West Beach, and they looked like they were going to call security. <laughs> <on me. laughs> well, <laughs> we 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 don't do that here, sir. No, <laughs> just like reaching out of the table, you see like. <laughs> It's it's funny. Like when I was when I was a kid, I hated when anyone outside my family called me Jer. Oh yeah. But all my friends would do it, uh, and then my friends became the people that I was doing stuff with on the internet. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, it sort of spread. And so now I just call, sign all my emails Jer. Everything is Jer. My a lot of my email addresses are Jer. Yeah. Um, and so. Well- like my name is actually Alexander, mm. but no one has ever called me by that. Not my parents, not like not coworkers. No one calls me Alexander. It's I, always been Alex. I actually kind of prefer to be called Cameron, and well, I would totally I, do that. Well, yeah. okay. I, it's never something I would ever like. Whatever I, I answer to Cam, it mm-hmm. doesn't really bother me at yeah, all. But do. I prefer the long name. Nice. We'll keep that in mind. It's, it's hard about, that's the hard thing about nicknames, right? Is that you They're, you grow into them mm-hmm. or you accept them or you, de- like I found it in grade six what BJ actually stood for in terms oh, of Oh, was that when that was invented? And yeah, apparently <laughs> when I was in grade six. So that was, that was awful because then my brother's friends would call me that because they're assholes. <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of awful, where did we hide the bodies? What bodies? <laughs> How did you find out about that? How did we all meet? And how do we hook up with Loading Ready Run? That's a good question. That's a, also a lot of threads to be tied together. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can go first, I guess, since it. mine's fairly straightforward. I went to university with Kathleen back when I was doing my English degree. So we were friends from way back in the days of yore. That's and up north, right? Yeah. Okay. And then she moved down to Victoria, and then I eventually moved to Victoria, and she was one of the few people I knew, yeah. and that's how I became involved. Nice. I used to be Loading Ready Run's foreign correspondent when I was in Toronto because I would do occasional video content from over there and I would hang out and visit uh, when I had opportunity to do so. And since I moved back like four years ago now, almost three or four years ago, I just started working around here. So that's that's me. Um, I was... Ian came out. Okay, so Ian and I, for people who don't know, Ian Horner, who plays Kazoo at Desert Bus and does a lot of other very cool things. Skeletor. Yeah, Skeletor. Um, Ian and I have been friends for years upon years upon years since university, and uh, he did Desert Bus 4. I saw him do it and thought, that looks like a ton of fun, and I said, can I please come out? And he's like, you, should, you don't have to ask me, so I came out for Desert Bus 5. Everyone seemed to like me, which was nice, because I was like, oh, God, I don't know any of these people. Uh, really well but bef- even a little bit before that um lrr came to anime evolution yeah the I, one mean, year. I, I remembered that yeah that and was we a all got to meet convention. each other then yeah and we had it we had to like actually and we we did a thing on stage the year before that with graham because ian was like we got to get because graham's funny we should get him on stage so i met graham for the first time then then met all you guys next year and i was like this is cool and then came out to desert bus and then Ian was saying, he's threatening, I was like, I'm going to move out to Victoria, and we're going to do cool stuff out there. And I'm like, sure, because we were in an improv troupe together. And so other members of our improv troupe moved to Vancouver and Victoria. Ian's like one of the last ones that's still in Alberta because he, he can't move out here yet. And so I came out here and, and basically found out, you know, fall in with the guys and have some fun, and it'll be, it is is what it is now. 
I uh, Loading Ready Run started in uh, October of 2003, and I think the first video I was in was in October of 2003. Wow. So, yeah, I don't know. I was in Loading Ready Run for a long time as uh, a, a primary crew member and have only recently, in, in depending on your scope, <laughs> uh, drifted farther away. So. <laughs> Oh. oh, but you're coming back now, well, right? I'm around. Right. Yeah. What's your favorite childhood movies and or TV shows? Cosmos with Carl Sagan. That was the first thing I actually, my first childhood memory is watching um, Cosmos with my dad. That's a pretty good answer. It was the, and I remember the, the music that was playing over it, which was the Gavotta and Rondo from Bach's Partita Number no. 3 in E minor. So that music is also... Um, everything by Hayao Miyazaki, because my dad uh, used to have a Laserdisc player back in the late 80s, early 90s, and I used to watch that stuff all the time with no subtitles, but the storytelling is so good that you can actually hmm. figure out what's going on with no dialogue. You're like, hey, I get this. That's hardcore. Yeah. Well, the movies are so good. Mm -hmm. Like that storytelling is like it actually breaks through language barriers. Hmm. And one of the reasons I like his stuff so much. Uh, the Cosby Show. <laughs> we watched that in a hotel room when we were in Calgary. In right? Calgary, yeah. and it was really good. Yeah, yeah. Was, it stands up. I've never seen the show before because it's like such a sort of like cultural, you know, joke. But um, and I was like, ha, the Cosby Show, and we watched it. And it was like. This is actually funny and progressive well, for I, the time. I wanted to be a comedian uh, when I was very young based on the... F Bill Cosby and I share a birthday. Oh, okay. And so when Lucky. I found out about that and my parents... And I didn't know about that because... But my parents gave me some cassettes. It's like, oh, you'll probably like him because I'm like nine years old. And they're like, this is safe. He can listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> I have a collection now of comedy CDs because I'm like, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I want to learn how comedy works and I want to be better at doing it. And God, have I been terrible at doing comedy <laughs> through learning about it. Um... But as a result, like that would be my dream thing to do would be to meet Bill Cosby and actually just tell him, you know, you had a really big effect on this white kid's life. Hmm. <laughs> so like of the movies and TV shows that you two have listed, I wasn't allowed to watch any of them. Really? No, I was like all Knowledge Network and... Um, Did you it? have a favorite of that? Well, like... <sighs> like 321 Contact? So three, two, one contact Mathnet? was pretty good. Mathnet, oh yeah, square one, square yeah. one TV, was amazing. Yeah, I love that show. Um, but I like sometimes I I remember that my my mother tell told me stories that she used to get me to wear my first pair of glasses uh, when I was like five by get by offering like saying, well, if you wear them, you can watch Winnie the Pooh in them. Um, ah. And I know that I was allowed to watch The Last Unicorn because uh, I love that movie. Closer. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Never Thank run you. from anything immortal. It only attracts its attention. You know, like that movie. I I want to see the new like because there's a new print of that out, eh? Like the really? like, yeah, uh, an HD one. I don't know if it's out on Blu-ray yet or if Ooh. it's just because they're touring the country with it. But yeah. I would, yeah, if you find it. And they've reinserted like all the like stuff that was cut from it too, hmm. um, because they there was a, apparently a bunch of stuff cut. Not for um, like for like advertising reasons and things like that, so okay. that they could like run ads at certain points and keep it under a certain length. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, very interested in in finding that. Hmm. Wow. Next question: uh, Which do you prefer to have a lead role in, Commodore Hustle, Friday Nights, or a Loading Ready Run sketch? Um, tough call. 
I would say a loading ready run sketch gives you the most opportunity to have like a different character each time. Hmm. Not that playing the same character over and over is necessarily a bad thing, but it's like you could be something different. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I prefer to have a, lo- lo- a leading role in a loading ready run sketch, mainly just because it's a chance to do something totally different. I've really enjoyed having a, a set character in Hustle, though. <laughs> I oh, yeah. really, really enjoyed being that guy. The beach character is pretty mm. great. That was just beach so much like... fun. Yeah, well, the whole mean beach thing was really fun. It was like, and it made me feel really good because that everyone reacted to it so well, but also that everybody who was writing for me was like, we can give beach something to do. Yeah. And that's really powerful. That like really it feels good to me because it's like, oh, everybody likes me enough that they want to keep seeing me do that same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, then I would take a lure sketch for that same for the same reason you guys give. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've I've done like the the things that I've been most proud of in Loading Ready Run have been in just lure sketches. Um, though the best YouTube comments invariably come from Friday nights. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, what are you doing? These guys are casuals. <laughs> casuals. Oh, tears never tasted so mm, good. Delicious. Uh, would you rather be stuck in a lift with a Welsh soup taster, a dog that has a weirdly shaped tail, or Richard Hammond? I got an answer. Yeah. Hammy all the way. I don't even have to think about that. That guy's adorable. If those are literal, those are literal, right? Like, it's I not like the Welsh... soup for anything. Because we just look... authorize an attack? The... <laughs> Uh-oh. I wonder if the well soup taster is supposed to be James May or something. It's possible. Maybe. Mm. I'd like to be stuck a in a dog with, a with James May. That would be yeah. cool. But, I mean, it could also be, like, anyone you wanted making a Welsh accent. That's true. You know? mm. I don't like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like uh. the cast of Torchwood. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Tasting soup. I would I would, I would, would do that. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Cam, have you found it... How have you found it doing videos? You appear to have gotten more comfortable in them over time. I have. I enjoy doing them now. I always did, but now I feel more comfortable doing them now that I've done them for you a You are time. a very funny guy. Yeah. I hope you know that. That's weird. I it, know. It comes across very well in the video that you, you're, you're, you're dry wit. Hmm. Well, well, I... Um, going back to Commodore Hustle, I think Commodore Hustle Cameron has yet to find legs, but they're developing as kind of... Somebody who's rather unpleasant. <laughs> I kind of feel that you gave us something that our toolkit was missing. You know, just like in in a, in a, insofar as yeah, the the sort of you know straight man, dry, like super dry. This disdain like, and this stone wall to kind of run into. You mm. also bring you know the, the the class to the joint. So oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So we have a last question here before we... No. Oh, oh, wait, no. Nope, no, I jumped the gun because... Because there were two questions and one of which said last question. James, and you're you... giving us mixed signals. Yeah. Okay, that's that's clearer and very insulting. Uh, all of you are now in charge of loading Ready Run. In what drastically different directions do you inevitably take its various projects? You'll find out on Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you get to find out very shortly yeah. what we would do with mm. Loading Ready Run. Yeah, that is actually a question. You might actually find out before this goes up. Uh, yeah. no? no? It's going up today? Okay. Okay, nice. Yeah. You w- you will find out spectacularly on Monday. But Jer mm. wasn't in the video, so now what would he do? <laughs> oh, Pressure's well, on. Okay, well, Friday nights is no longer about magic. It's Wait, about It's about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and Commodore Hustle is about a QA tester who is programming uh, or who is testing uh, very quickly on a Commodore 64. Uh, and and the developers keep on putting stuff on his plate and being like, okay, we got to ship this for authentication tonight. So it'd be very literal is what you're saying. Uh, it'd be about me. Well, <laughs> I, I would move Commodore Hustle over to a, a show about a guy who programs supercomputers with Fortran who travels the world uh, in the company of many beautiful women and generally lives the life of a glamorous super scientist. It's good. I would make that loading ready run and then Commodore yeah. Hustle yeah. Could, be the, could be the QA thing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah we, can, we can alternate. Yeah. Okay. But for real now, we do have a last question. And it is quite simply... What is your best memory of loading Ready Run? Road trip. <laughs> yeah, the road trip was excellent. I, I was actually thinking of an earlier road trip that oh. you weren't on. But th that one was fun, too. Oh, I've, <laughs> Road see, trip I've, without I've Cam you now. is how that came I've across. Hurt you now. We, no, no, no. The, the one you were on <laughs> was, was terrible. Yeah, no. Oh, insufferable. The one we, we took without you two weeks ago. That was amazing. <laughs> So the nine the of us. The trip that Graham and Paul went on to Durham was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, when was this? 2007. Uh, myself, Jer. Nope. No, you, right. I was you with the Dutch you people the having one... the worst summer. Right, you were having a terrible time. Okay, so myself, Matt, James, Bill, Morgan, I Graham and Paul. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I was stuck on in the middle, like Graham, Paul, Ben, uh, Ben, Adam. Yeah, that's nine. So we we bought a yellow short bus, and drove down to Comic Con International, and it was fantastic, and kind of a disaster as well. The you can still read on the blog if you go back to 2007, July, and relive that with us. It was wow. It was unforgettable. Hmm. That having been said, yeah, the 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 road trip, the most recent road trip was also really really fun. Mm -hmm. I like road trips. I'd like to take some more of them to weirder places. Um, I would say either the either the road trip we took this summer or the first desert bus that I was involved with, oh, DB seven. I think two years ago, DB four. Seven's this one, so five oh. would have been two years ago. Why did I say seven? Five. Everyone has Desert Bus on the brain. Yeah. Except for me, because it's not my problem. <laughs> um, Must be nice. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it's totally sweet. Um, yeah, no, the, it was just... I don't know. I, I took a largely spectator role with regards to it. I just kind of got to show up, experience things, and didn't have any particular responsibilities. But it was just this totally crazy event that had a tremendous amount of energy that I have a lot of fond memories with. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like closing night of Loading Ready Live, uh, going way back, um, was uh, was pretty pretty amazing. By that point, like those, like the all of us had gelled 
to the point, like over, through rehearsal and whatnot, I think we all, you know, sort of come closer to like what loading, how loading video run sort of operates now and okay. has operated for the last little while. Like we actually got started getting together through that for weekly meetings. Like that's where all that came from was the loading ready live rehearsals. And, oh, wow. and, uh, by closing night, we were just on cause we'd rehearsed things so many times. We, we just had them and, uh, people started ad libbing and going a little bit nuts, but that entire thing was also, uh, just insane because you know people actually came out to it and nice. and applauded when we did things and I don't know it was kind of it was it was very affirming. I, I have one more more recent thing because that is reaching back a long way, and that is uh, filming during the filming of Spring. We got that tandem bike. Uh, <laughs> and really, that's a positive memory for and, you. And Morgan came by that day just to say hi and and hang out for the day. And he came with us to get this tandem bike. So he and I ended up riding the bike all the way up to Beacon Hill Park. And then we went all the way up that hill where we filmed that, yeah, that section. Yeah, and you almost died. Where Graham and Paul were riding down. And yeah, and he uh, was like, okay, well, I guess we'll ride it back. And he just immediately, with me on the back, in complete non-control of the bike, uh, put it into high gear and started charging down the hill with me screaming on the back. Being like, ah, Morgan, no, 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 please, brakes, ah. <laughs> but, like, on the back of one of those things, you have you have no control. You've got handlebars <laughs> that don't turn that are stuck in the back of the person in front of you. You don't have brakes, so you're oh just mostly God. along for the ride. And, like, I was just horrified what would happen when we got to the bottom of this hill. Because I was sure that we were going to hit traffic or get killed mm -hmm. by something, and it yeah, was yeah. terrifying. But it also, uh, I don't know, it was, it was just like it one of those. It was the endorphin. <laughs> It was one of those things. I, I hadn't seen Morgan in a long time, and it was like one of those like moments where like I was like, okay, yeah, I'm on the back of a tandem bike with Morgan riding down this giant hill, and he, he's gonna kill me. Uh, <laughs> that's how it ends. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, that's not so bad. Like if, if you know that, I, this is this is pretty representative of of my life. So mm -hmm. yeah, we were all really worried too. Okay, I'm glad. I I mean like yeah, I was gonna like prank call you guys pretending it was from the hospital or something like that and Morgan, well, we and Morgan was dead. Yeah. Oh god. Um I guess Oh god, there's so many good things that have happened the last few years. Desert Bus 5 is a big one for me too because that was just showing up showing up walking into the room with my guitar and having Alex see me and be just like completely blown away by the fact that I'm walking into this room I have my guitar with me and he's just like, cannot believe that I'm showing up. Hmm. Uh, like, oh my God, you were coming. And I'm like, did nobody tell you for one thing? But it just, it was one of those moments again of just like, wow, people really do want me here. And then it is a pretty flattering experience yeah. when someone is like really genuinely happy to see you. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it just, it completely blew me away. And, and to have like, and to have James be like, cause I'd said, James, can I kick in and help with anything along here? And he says, Beej, you just go, do something and like be funny or perform, just relax, have a good time. And that's hard for me to do whenever I go to an event. I feel like I have to be involved. But it was just really nice to have everybody do that and to be like, oh, you want to play guitar? Go ahead and play guitar. You want to screw around and do this? You can. Do you want to, you guys, to say to me, Beej, we barely know you, but you can spend the entire desert bus at our house. You can, you can sleep in the same apartment as us. We don't know you that well, but we know that you're okay. And like all of those little things, all of it added up. And it was just like this amazing thing of like everybody really trusts me and likes me and wants me here. Mm -hmm. And then for Mike Lensford to put me on the poster that year, I just mm -hmm. was like completely blown away by that too. Well, because that's not something you ask for, right? That just happens. Yeah. Mm. 
All right. Well, that is a lot of questions, and mm -hmm. I think we have gone we have gone past our time. So uh, that's because we're in control now. That's right. Mm -hmm. We we we're, we're just never going to let this pot. You you bring this yeah. podcast below forty alive. miles an hour, and yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So we're gonna have to wrap it up. But uh, thank you all for joining us. Adios. Bye. See you later. See you real soon. Thanks again.